Brad Lilly after five on this rainy Tuesday. We're coming to you live from the Town Fair Tire Studios, powered by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. The Pat Sherman Report is sponsored by the New York Lottery. The newest scratch-off games from the New York Lottery are on sale now. Try our, try your luck today, and you could bring home a win. Adorama, the official retailer of your New York football giants, online at adorama.com, and by Verizon, Verizon Fios. The head coach of the football giants is Pat Shermer. Coach, welcome. How are you? Good evening, Mike. How are you today? Good, thank you. Uh, and uh, a very positive uh, week in Houston on a lot of levels. You had to be uh, very happy with uh, the outcome and a lot of things you saw from your team. Yeah, I certainly was. Uh, we were able to push it over the top and get a win. And I told the team before, you know, we've been an almost team the first two weeks. And, you know, we, we didn't do what we needed to do. And, you know, we, were, we came out, we, we started a little faster than we have in previous weeks. Obviously, they, they they kicked the field goal in the opening drive, but we were able to go back and score and, you know, really played through the first half, got a sizable lead. And then, you know, I thought during, uh, you know, the third quarter there, we stalled out a little bit on offense. Yep. And, yep. you know, the defense let them move the ball on us, but those two turnovers were huge. Big plays. Uh, the Absolutely. fumble and then certainly the uh, the interception by Tree were really, yep. really big plays. And then, you know, when the score was getting tight, because they were they're they're a dangerous team with those two receivers, the runner and the quarterback. When they get in that two minute mode, when the game started to get tight, I thought offensively we did a good job of grinding out a drive and making it a two score game there at the end. Which is, you know, you don't you don't ever want to have the team with the ball, you know, driving with one score to win it. And um, so it was good. It was a good team win. Special teams had a good you know, positive contribution to the win as well. And I just really felt good for, I really felt good for our players. I felt good for our ownership. I felt good for our fans. It was just, you know, that, that feeling you get when you win a game, it was good to get the first one. Well, you know, the, uh, there's a lot there. Number one, uh, defensively, Kerry Wynn had a terrific game. Uh, he should be mentioned because he played a great game uh, all the un- way around. He was unbelievable. He, he had a great game, number one. So he, yeah. he should be lauded for that. Uh, and your defense has bent but not break. And you're right, the third quarter got a little uh, ugly and it looked like you're going to have to make another play. And then came that vintage drive on which Eli was uh, third, it was six for six and put it in the end zone. But I thought there was some really key plays there. How you got the drive started was big. And also that third one when you uh, split out Barkley and he went there and got the first down, I thought was an enormous yeah. play there. No, two, two huge plays. You know, they were, in the, they were in the mode where they were playing man. So the, f- the first play of the drive, we dialed up a man beater, you know, and used really Odell as a distraction and then threw the ball to Shep and he made a big play. And then uh, certainly that third and one, you know, we, we got in an empty set and put Saquon out. And, you know, he drew linebacker coverage, which, you know, is a, is a good matchup for us. Excellent, Eli yes. saw it, and that's really the first place he's looking. And yeah, I thought he, you know, he ran a great route, and, you know, he made a good throw, and that was, that was a huge play. Yeah, he, you know, his ability, obviously, uh, as a receiver, you can split him out. Also, putting Beckham in the, in the slot makes him a very tough, you know, giving him a two-way go and giving him a chance to make plays makes him an even harder cover. I think that, that, that was a positive, too. That worked out for you, I thought, on, on a yeah. number of occasions. Two things that we'll, we'll continue to do. I think, you know, we can use Saquon as a receiver, and we're going to see that this week when we play New Orleans. You know, they've got Kamara, who's, right. you know, 
he was targeted about 20 times. Right. Uh, but we can use him as a receiver, and then Odell can line up anywhere. And, yep. You know, I think moving him around makes sense uh, because, you know, they're just simple pass concepts. You just you just move the pieces around. And I thought, you know, listen, uh, coaching's about addressing problems and, and fixing them. And, and uh, yeah. you know what? Uh, you guys did that last week. You addressed what you thought you had addressed. You made the changes you had to address. And oh. then schematically you made the changes you had to address. And you, that was a sharp-looking offense in the first half. Then that classic drive where you didn't settle for three either, which was key, didn't right. settle for three and got the right. touchdown, which I know he was – looking for Beckham, and then he got doubled, so he goes elsewhere. But that was just a sharp drive all the way down, you know, from start to finish. It was just a real classic-looking drive. Well, it was – I say it frequently. It's not the plays, it's the players. And, you know, there was a good feeling, I think, going into this. And there were so many plays. In fact, I'm going to show them tomorrow in the meeting. There was there were so many plays where we make a play and you could feel and see the excitement of the players playing, and then you build on that. And, you know, I really felt like – you can get when you know when you have a team that that lost 13 games a year ago, and then you have a team that lost the first two games. You know, doom and gloom can build up where Easy. it's like, where it's like, okay, when's the other shoe gonna fall? Yep, and, I agree with that. Yeah, especially in the I, NFL. But I did not sense it on the sideline. I I really sensed that when things got a little bit tight, it got within one score. I just sensed on the sideline that our guys were gonna do what they had to do to to win it. And listen, we know he's not the most mobile guy in the world, but the idea that Eli can't deliver every pass is utter nonsense. I mean, that was a vintage performance. I mean, uh, he was—he might have thrown one pass that day that he might have wanted back. Maybe he missed Latimer down the left sideline. Other than that, I mean, 25 of 29, and he made some really tough throws in that game. I think so. I, I think that was that was a really, really good performance. You know, I'm, I was making light of it by saying it was a good day at the office, but he, when you may, when you complete the ball at that high percentage, and really, and this is truly the way I'd like to be able to play offense. I think nine different guys caught balls. Yep. So it's not okay. We're feeding it to this guy. Certainly, we want Odell to catch the ball. We want Saquon to run the ball. You know, we want to spread it around. When Ingram's in there, we want him to catch the ball. But we got other guys that can make plays when they're called on, and I think it's super important that everybody touches it. And you know, I think that's. That in my mind, that's when we'll be playing effective, efficient offense. And Ellison, I thought, you know, Ingram getting hurt. Uh, yep. I don't know if he's playing. Is he out this week, or we don't know yet? I don't know. I, you know okay, we'll we'll have to see. But I'm I'm doubtful on that. Okay, so that's and that's obviously a weapon. But I thought Ellison made some big plays in the game too. He did. Uh, he's he's great, and I got I've got a year's experience with him in Minnesota as well. Right. He's tough. He can block. He's he's dependable in terms of catching the ball. He knows where to line up. He's he's got a veteran presence. He's he is really a football player. I got to meet, uh, you know, I, and I don't know. I, I don't want to compare, but the other night at the J Fund, I got to meet Mark Bavaro for the first time. Right, and legend, legend around here. No, he was unbelievable, and yeah, to, for to his toughness him, and his for, humility and everything else, as tough a player as we as ever came through to the team ever. Well, and you know what? If if all the players were wired like him, he was. I I enjoyed being with him. 
And and I think Red Ellison has a lot of those same traits. Uh, that's a it's a high compliment coming because the Bavaro was as good as they come and played hurt all the time. Played when he couldn't even practice. He couldn't hardly walk and he played. He was on a really unbelievable player. One of the one of the great giants, really. Uh, he was, and uh, of course, uh, coach is alluding to the Jay Fund and Tom Coughlin's charity that uh, they come up and do the charity for every year. We're talking with Pat Shermer as they get ready now for the Saints. You know, so much was focused on the offense and the offensive line and all that the last couple of weeks that we haven't really spent a lot of time and and the media hasn't spent a lot of time on your defense, which has played okay here these first, played enough to make enough plays to win in all these games. And I thought hung in this game pretty well the other day, as you said, the uh, Ogletree interception, the fumble, wins play. Uh, You know, you've made enough plays here where I thought overall your defense hasn't played badly the first couple weeks. It can get better, but I know you need a more pass rush. You'd like to get Vernon healthy, but I thought the defense in all three games made some plays and and has been okay. Well, the the way I look at that is is from a defensive standpoint, you got to keep them from scoring. You know, and that's where we fell short. The first two games, we didn't we didn't score enough because those certainly with just with, with you know with regard to points, you know we did a good job of keeping. Right, that's the range the you want to be in, absolutely. Yeah, yes. and so yeah. you know, I, I think people talk about Ben don't break and all that business, but you got to keep him out of the end zone. So um, you know, and I think that you know in the first drive last week, you know we were stopping them down for down, down for down, then all of a sudden. You know, Watson breaks out and he throws a little check down. Uh, we just drop coverage slightly, throws a little check down, and that gets the ball down the field. Well, now that they're in scoring zone, okay, make them kick a field goal. And so I thought that was that was big. So, but really, ultimately, when you're talking about defense, you know, I think it's fun, and I know you know everybody wants to talk about all the numbers and the stats, but when it comes down to scoring. That is the key one, and then we got to support the other side of it by scoring points on offense. And this week, obviously, you're going to get a different challenge because uh, New Orleans uh, comes up, and we all know what they can do offensively. Uh, sure. They lost to Tampa and put up 40 points. Uh, last week, they put up a big game at Atlanta and win the game in overtime. We yeah. Everyone knows. I mean, we've seen these shootouts with Eli and Drew Brees before. They had the classic one a couple of years ago, 52-49. So we all know that New Orleans puts a lot of pressure on you defense they do and they they've they've played really good offense for a very long time and it certainly starts with Drew Brees and you know they're featuring their their new runner from a year ago Alvin Kamara yep lethal out of the backfield too yeah and great in the passing game but he's certainly a threat as a as a pass receiver big time big time and you know and then they got a tight end that I'm really fond of Watson you know I had him in Cleveland he's a real pro a lot like Red Ellison and then you know, and then they spread the ball around to their wideouts. And then I think, you know, when you talk about them offensively, you know, they've they've got five offensive linemen that they they just, I you know, they appear to be a gritty bunch that gets the job done and gives Drew just enough time and they dial it up. So they're good that way. And then, you know, I, I don't know what people, you know, will characterize the numbers on defense for them, but, you know, they're a real challenge to block because of number 94. You know, Cameron Jordan is – I mean, he's as good a defensive lineman as you're going to play against, super disruptive, and, you know, it kind of starts there. 
You know, last week you had to pick your poison. They had three, and I know they had had a, a weird start because Merciless had had a hamstring, and Clowney missed the game before with a back, and uh, everyone was saying Watt was down a little, which we know was nonsense. But the point is, you had to decide which ones you were going to help on, which ones you didn't. Did you? Uh, did that work out? I mean, for the most part, it did. there was one quarter where, you, I mean, Watt had one little run segment in the game where he got a run going. But other than that, I thought you guys gave him, you know, you open holes with, uh, with the running game, and you gave him enough time to throw the ball. So I thought overall against that group, you did a good job. Well, it's good, nice of you to say. I, I thought, you know, the, and, and this is on me, you know, he had a little stretch there where he had a couple couple of plays against us in longer yard situations. Right. And, He's a good player, and, and what makes him a good player is unpredictable. You know, he'll jump around and jump out of gaps. He's certainly, you know, he's got the skill and ability to beat anybody one-on-one. And, you know, Wheeler had to, you know, so we put Wheeler in there for the yep. first game, you know, and he, he sort of drew the, the short straw on that front. A couple and, of times he got him alone, yeah, which is tough. But I'm telling you, the Wheels played, you know, he's a very calm guy. In fact, you know, he, he can stand there and look at you and not say anything, but when when he was playing, I thought, you know, he showed energy. He really helped us in the run game. He did a lot of good things in the passing game, even though he did get beat a couple times. Yeah, but, hey, but that guy's going to beat anybody, though. You know, he if you leave him alone, you leave any one of those guys alone. Sure. You leave Clowney alone, you leave him alone, they're going to beat you. I mean, they're going to they're going to win a couple of battles. That's going to happen. No doubt, no doubt. But, you know, at least for his first start, I thought Chad Chad's got you, you got something to build on there because there were there were too many good things there that, um, you know, and he still can get better in a lot of ways. How do you feel about the special team so far? I think it's been solid. You know, we had one little deal there with the punt, you know, where they, they got in and, and technically it was tipped, you know, but it, but it crossed the line of scrimmage. So, um, you know, they got us on a little twist, which was something that we got to tighten up. But, you know, I think for the most part we got, you know, obviously try to get a little bit more out of the return game. But I think the coverage the coverage has been good. Um, you know, and I think we're controlling field position that way. And then, you know, knock on woods, we're making we're making our kicks. And you know, so far, absolutely, that, yeah. You heard me knocking. Yeah, he's that got was, a pretty good leg, though. Though he's, you know, he's, yeah. he's, you know, so he's done a pretty good job there. Um, injury wise, Vernon, any update? Yeah. Anything new or not really? Nah, you know, I think he's better. You know, by all indications, he's better. So we're we're pointing toward this week, but you know, again, we'll have to see. Apple these. these uh, Apple, same, you know, he's, you know, they're, those are two guys we just, in fact, we just visited about them. We're going to have to see again tomorrow. Their, their rehab to date is they're better this Tuesday night than they were last Tuesday night. So okay. we'll, we'll just see, we'll just see how far And you got go. asked about Snacks after the game now, because Snacks went to the sideline and on yeah. TV, they made it seem like he was hurt. So I don't know if he got hurt or not. So is he okay? I think he's just got normal game wear and tear. Okay, you know, so and know, other than know. that, is the one the the one to Ingram is the other one. That's the one yeah. that obviously is gonna. Yeah. He's probably gonna miss a little time, right? Yeah, and we saw you all saw that one where you yes. got whacked on the sideline there. Um, yeah, that you know, which you know might have been you know they 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 were tackling a little low. I mean, they, they were they, there was a lot of that going on in that game from the from their side. Well, that's I mean I think that's that's by design. And certainly yep. as a ball carrier, you got to always protect yourself. You know, they shit they hit. Oh, sorry. Yeah. They hit they hit Saquon low, a know, couple and, times. Yeah, and 
which is probably a good strategy for a guy like him. You know, I'll tell you, but, you might as well figure out a place to hit him because he <laughs> he is scary. I mean, bottling him up is not. I mean, it is not. He's a threat every single time. I mean, that guy is amazing. The, those spin moves and just yeah. figuring out exactly where he's going. It's not easy. I mean, I wouldn't want to try and tackle him. He is a. He's unbelievable. The thing, the thing that we, we, everybody's going to miss, unless you're on the sideline with us, though, is Saquon. His competitive spirit during the game is unbelievable. It's you know, everybody can watch what he does when he's playing, but he he's you know it's that's that's really really what I think makes him rare because he's out there and he wants it and he wants to be out there and he doesn't want to be out of the game and when that game clicks on and he's time to go he's 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 going so you know i think if he just keeps just keep going and we you know we keep finding ways to pop him free you know he's going to do good things here plus you've seemed to be able to get through to a couple guys who were having issues you know uh clearly beckham was having his issues there's been nothing apple was a guy that i thought was maybe even not fixable and he was playing well when he got hurt you seem to have been able to get through to these guys you know pretty strongly so far well, so far so good. You know, I think the the relationship building starts, you know, way back when when you when you take the job. And listen, we're working together. And well, yeah, really. And again, it's probably obvious as we get to as you and I get to know each other better. I don't really sugarcoat it. I tell it like I see it. And and I think I think the players appreciate that. And at least I feel better and I sleep better with them knowing that this is exactly what what I what I believe and I our coaches do a good job of communicating we you know we try to help them be as good as they can be and sometimes that means hey listen you got to pick it up or hey listen you know don't do that and um you know it, did, I think did, so far it's worked did he get a fair call last week Shepard cuz I we couldn't tell that he did anything I mean he got a and that was a yeah. big call cuz it cost you four points I think you would have scored there you would have had a first down on the 12 yard line they called the playback for taunting and we couldn't see anything on the game we didn't we didn't and I asked Eli and Eli said well I guess he might have said something to an old teammate or something did you yeah. ever find out what he did Well yeah I I I was right in the middle of it Did he say it, something I, Well I think they, I think they did and they were going back and forth Okay on it and, okay you know, and it, so it was a fair penalty. Well, not in my mind. They never <laughs> are. But I, I don't see. I don't think words should cause penalties. Personally, gotcha. Um, you think they should be able to talk a little trash, which has always been, gone on. It's always gone on, especially with the linemen. They've always talked trash. Yeah, I mean, I should have been fined ten times. That's what I mean. So I mean, or, that's that's yeah. number one. You yeah. know, so I, I, I'm a little surprised. I'm a little surprised by that. Before you go, let me ask you about this and how you're addressing it. The controversy with the quarterbacks and the hits. What are you telling your players to do? You got a guy in, in Miami yeah. who says, "Hey, my player just ripped his knee up trying to stay away yeah. from taking the quarterback down. He he planted his leg and ripped his his, his ACL." Yeah. You got guys saying, yeah. "Jerry Jones saying this is a joke. This isn't football." You got Roethlisberger saying, "The call was against me, and I thought it was terrible." Uh, so, I mean, what are you? T- how are you coaching this right now? Well, I think what's important is if you know, as you. As you hit a quarterback, you know there's there's elements to it now, and you know, and I think what happens is is plays plays are called the way they're called, and then they go back to the league office, and then you know the plays are defended as good calls or bad calls, and then we get language as to to help clarify right. what what it should be taught as. So that's sort of the process I'm I'm seeing here. But are you telling guys now that they can't 
go through it. Re- I mean, it looked like Matthews was a regular tackle, and he lands. I mean, that looked like a perfectly formed tackle. What are you supposed to do? Well, there's, a, check, to... there's a checklist of stuff you can't do now, I know. You right, can't you can't land on a guy. You, can't, you really can't land on him with, at, under any circumstances, right? You can't well, really, yeah. you can't, if you got two arms on him, what are you telling the guys, to just wrap up and not take him down? It's almost like, it's almost like you can't hit him with your head. Right. You're allowed to wrap him up, but you can't scoop him. Right. And, and you can't put your body weight on him. So. And don't throw him to the ground. So anatomically, this is getting difficult, right? It's getting and then, impossible. And then, and then, so what needs to happen is you got to have your head to the side, you got to wrap them up, and you almost got to roll them down. You know, and I think that's, you know, but not too hard, I guess, either, you know. So I, Lucky I don't know. Lawrence Taylor's not here now. He wouldn't have lasted long. <laughs> I saw that, uh, it was late, and I saw the, the story on TV. Wow, he was. He was something else. Oh no, it was uh, there was only one of those. Uh, he was unbelievable. He really was amazing, uh, utterly amazing. He really was. Well, listen, good luck. Congratulations on All the right. win. Big game Sunday, so uh, good luck uh, and uh, go get another one. Thanks. All right, Mike. Talk Take to care. you next week. Thank you, See Coach you Pat Sharma. All right. After what a difference a week makes with the win, and uh, they did a. They did a uh, player's life. Is that what they call it on the NFL Network? A, a, a football life. A football life. On Lawrence Taylor. I did not see it. I mean, I kind of lived a lot of Lawrence Taylor's life, so I don't, I don't have to. I, I, I was there for a lot of it, so I don't have to remember all of it. But, I mean, I, I wanted to see it anyway, but I just haven't had a chance. I think they're doing Romo this week. Tony Romo, yeah. That would be interesting, too. But uh, Lawrence Taylor, I mean, the only question was why didn't they do it sooner? I mean, maybe they need someone to cooperate who didn't cooperate. I don't know what. The, uh, did, I, did anyone see it? Did you guys see it at all? Anybody see it? I was wondering if LT was involved. That's the only question I had is whether he cooperated. That's He was? Yeah, he I, th- I think okay. he's in it. Yeah, I think he was. Oh, he's in it? Okay. I heard it was great. Um, sh- listen, you got a lot of stuff there. And, you know, anybody who now revisits anything and doesn't think Lawrence Taylor was one of the immortal players is completely clueless. That's it. Didn't Showtime do one not too long ago, like a big documentary on him? Oh, I'm sure they did. I'm sure there's been a couple. I mean, he's Lawrence Taylor. I mean, that's it. I mean, you know, the whole stadium used to have 56 jerseys. I mean, uh, there was only one back after this.